welcome back. Welcome back. To, I thought you were going to sing. You I was, moved to sing. I, and then you gave me the look that says, look do not me. do it. I've had lasers installed in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they'd come in handy at some point. Um, I figure at some point you'll just forget. I may. <laughs> uh, I feel at some point you're going to say, you look like someone's waiting for you outside. And I'll yeah. come in and you'll be just singing with recording going. Here's my rendition. Episode four, Lorena. Episode four. And who do we have here today? Shannon Payne. Shannon Payne is an absolute legend. She's you a legend. She used to box. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Watch out. You watch She's your step during this She's podcast. <laughs> she might just swing a left hook your way. Oh, good lord. Um, she is an impressive. She is person, a very impressive Shannon. HR director. I think they call them executive directors oh, over there. Sounds about right. That. That's a good title. It's a good some title. Good titles coming up in the yeah. next few weeks. We love a title. Love. Um, and Shannon is from Online Education in, Services, mm-hmm. which is has won how many Best Employer? We'll have to ask her. At least three. At least. Yeah, and I find it fascinating that they keep winning them, even though they keep growing. That's a challenge. Did that's you a say challenge. Growing? I said growing. Oh, I thought you said lowing. Oh, like, that's what, weird. What are they lowing? No, growing. Maybe I just need to enunciate a little clearer. Uh, Janelle, can you put that vodka down? Get downstairs. Grab, <laughs> grab Shannon. Throw she's, her over your shoulder. She's and, a drinker, that yeah. Janelle. Well, you got to do what you got to do, Janelle. <laughs> you really do. Um, we'll send her off. Send we'll her be, off. We'll Bring be her back. back in a minute with um, with the lovely Shannon Payne. So our first guest is up the stairs, Lorena. Well done, Shannon. They made it. She looks a little startled. I think, <laughs> she does. I think Janelle's techniques need to <laughs> be refined. Yeah. It's not what you expect first thing in the morning for somebody <laughs> to throw you fireman-like on your shoulder and carry you upstairs. <laughs> it's quite the novelty, <laughs> though. She's so dedicated, that mm. Janelle. Anyway, enough about Janelle. Uh, we have with us today Shannon Payne, Executive Director. I'm reading this out, Lorena, because it's, yes. it, it's one of the longer titles. <laughs> Executive Director Human Resources at Online Education Services. Oh, welcome, Shannon Payne. Welcome, Shannon. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good to be here. I'm well. How'd you find the stairs? As in, not how'd you find them. How did you (laughs) go going up there? It was an experience. She's a strong girl, you're Janelle. She's a strong strong girl. She's a strong woman in many ways. Mm. Um, Thanks for coming, Shannon. No worries. You're on episode four of Bob. A bit disappointed I wasn't the first, to be honest. Yes, oh, we that's... have read your campaign and your protests <laughs> online and you're lucky to be here. Um, <laughs> no, it is good to see you here and um, we're going to get into it. Great, yeah, let's get into we? it. Let's so it. we like to ask some standard things at the start. Mm-hmm. First of all, where do you work? I what work do you at, do? I work at Online Education Services and I head up the HR team there. Um OES, as we're known, was a joint venture between Seek and Swinburne University. Um, we started about five and a half years ago now. Um, started from four employees and no students, and now we have 170 office-based employees, 300 remote employees, and about 10,000 students. So, wow, that's fast in five years. Yeah, we'll be BRW's fastest-growing company last year. Mm. So, wow. Impressive. Very impressive. Yep. Impressive. And they, um, the students, what types of courses does, do they study? So, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just wherever you work. So what, what OES wherever does... Wherever you work, what do they... 
Sorry. Do what? your. This is your plug. Shane. Yeah. So yeah. we give everyone a free plug. Free Excellent. Hit. My boss will be happy. Um, mm-hmm. So OES, what we actually do is we design and deliver education on behalf of universities. So um, Swinburne University is a client of ours. Um, our learning designers meet with their academics and design those courses for online delivery. And then our ELAs, our tu- online tutors. Um, ELA. E-learning advisors. Oh, oh fancy. Nice. No such thing as e-learning when I started out. Mm. I like to refer to No my such age. thing as an E. Yeah. No computer. E's have been around for quite some time. <laughs> the alphabet, I believe, has been around for... <laughs> Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> we digress. Lorena, Lorena claims the wheel was invented after I was born. Now the whole alphabet. <laughs> Please excuse Please. her. E-learning as in online learning yes. advisors. Yes. Good. Yep. So, um, oh, I'm trying to lose my shade. Wow, well, we threw you, we threw you a bit there. So we your do that. Trophy cabinet's a bit full then, Shannon, by the sounds of it. The fastest growing company, but what I know OES for is appearing in the best employer lists yeah. every year. Yep. The so last three years. Mm. Hopefully again this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were not involved and, um, did you build the trophy cabinet yourself? Did you get it from Ikea? <laughs> Sorry, Shannon. We've thrown, we, have, we, have, we have thrown Shannon with our historical references to the alphabet. Let's get back on track. Hopefully anybody listening, they've probably just hung up now and just gone, do you hang up? And just gone, forget it. End. Um, Shannon. Yes. Why did you decide to go in Best Employer Awards? Um, for us, it was about a branding exercise because a lot of people actually didn't know who we are being a startup. Mm. So we wanted to get our name out there and, and um, be able to put that logo on our ads as a point of differentiation to be able to attract candidates. So you think you get candidates from being a best employer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. How do you know? Most of our e-learning advisors now come straight from uh, people who go straight to our website. So oh. they actually don't even come through Seek anymore. They come through referrals and... <laughs> And um, <laughs> and people go straight to website because they've heard about us. Yes. Um, so, well, we also did a bit of a measure recently and asked our head of recruitment to um, kind of track and measure how often candidates mentioned best employer mm. when she asked why they wanted to work here, and yeah. she came back with fifty percent. Wow. Who did that? My head of recruitment. Wow, that's a clever thing to do. Yeah, that's mm. a very clever thing to do because I imagine a lot of people thinking about that are thinking about applying for best employer have this hope that you'd get unsolicited resumes. Mm. But, you know, to actually think about what does it look like before, what does it look like after? Yep. That's fantastic. Clever. Mm. All right. Keep, yep, sorry. And uh, why did you win these Best Employer Awards? Given we've established you did nothing. Because <laughs> 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 we've got a great culture. And I think that's, that's the other reason for um, wanting to apply for these awards is really just, you know, you might think you've got a great culture, mm. but you really want to put yourself up against um, an industry benchmark to see, well, just as an independent person um, and an award like Aon Hewitt's one of the more rigorous awards out there, yeah. um, you know, can we back up what we're actually saying when we say we're a great place to work, which we obviously can. Yeah, obviously. So how many employees would you have had when you first went in it, roughly? 50. You have to have a minimum of 50. And you had 50. Yep. Or you recruited one five seconds before the award closed. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I think we had a bit more because you have to have 50 responses. And as you know, the oh. response rate, you don't always get 100%. So we had about 75 employees and we actually did have 51 responses in Lucky. our first survey. Yeah. Um, and the last ever that we ran, we had 135. Mm. So give us – so. Not everyone has the ability to go back to the days of 50 employees and, and start again. But 
did you target something in particular leading up to 50? Like, did you pick we're going to be a place where you have a career given the industry you're in or where we're going to pay brilliantly or where we're going to give you amazing work-life balance? Did you pick something or did you go after everything? How, how did you do that? No, we picked a few things. Right. Um, in the very early days when there was literally four of us and we were doing a bit of a strategy session on where do we want to be, I'd actually said I'd love to be um, an accredited best employer as a bit of a target um, in order to, to have a goal to work towards. So um, we knew we wanted to create a great culture. We knew that smashing together university culture and a corporate type culture was going to be really quite difficult with the type of joint venture that we were. And we knew that transparency and trust were going to be a really big thing from the start. So that's something that we really targeted. Mm. Um, And when we thought about transparency and trust, we wanted to make some really big statements really early on about how we could, um, that we actually walked the talk with that. So we did things like um, putting in place uh, no probation period. We put in place discretionary sick leave just to show when we say we trust you and Mm. that you're going to do your job, we actually back that up, Mm -hmm. Um, as well as having things like, um, with the transparency, we were very open and honest about the good, the bad, the ugly. Whatever was going on in the organisation at that time, we made sure that our people knew about it. Mm. And so um, when there was just four of you, you just labelled them good, bad and ugly and then yourself? (laughs) (laughs) And I want to know who was ugly. (laughs) Ugly and then amazing. And then then just Shannon. Mm. Um, So, sorry. Um, it's pretty bold. I don't think a lot of people early days, one would even get the hearing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being negative. But as a HR person saying, I'd like to be accredited for this, I imagine the rest of the table saying, well, we would like to raise money. We yes. would like to onboard students. Yeah. We would like to get accredited on certain courses. How do you get, how did you get, um, get that even recognised? Because it would have been pretty easy to say, yeah, steady on, Shannon, wait for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we had, I had buy-in from the start. Right. And I think what was really important is that before we even hired the CEO, the steering committee of the joint venture had actually decided they wanted this to be a people-first business. Wow. Um, we had actually established some rough values and, and behaviours of, of what we wanted to do so we then could then hire the right CEO, mm. which then when it came to sitting around the table, um, we had a CEO that absolutely passionately believed that by putting people first in a business that actually results in a more successful bottom line business yeah. um, and believes that with every part of her body um, yeah. meant that it was really easy to get a seat at the table yeah. um, very early on. And this is Denise Pitt, yeah? Yes. And she had done this before. Where yeah. had she done it? She had done it at um, Aegis. Yeah. That's an outbound call centre. Call centre, yeah. It's extraordinary. Yeah. You would yes. almost think call centre... Would be the opposite end of the spectrum. Or at least just really yeah. hard. Yeah. So transient. You yeah. know, so many conflicting things. Performance clients. metrics yeah. probably take priority over people. Yeah. yeah. You would but assume. the fact she did that there... Shannon, you, you, one of the things I realised in researching best employers, I had, um, did some research last year. Man, you did. You'll be surprised. I don't to believe know. you for a second, but keep going. It was a day that sure. I felt like it. And, uh, whole not, day? Not, we're just going to ignore and focus on you, Shannon. <laughs> not many companies make best employer status and stay there. Hmm. There's a few that, you know, they jump on and they might disappear for a few years and come back, but not many get there and stay there. So, Well, can I add to that? Yes. There's also that, that, thing of growth means more employees yeah. which means you won't be able to Correct. at some point yeah it's harder so 
what's the secret to Shannon? How do you how do you maintain it over all that time? By never resting and not just keep doing the same things. Mm-hmm. You know, as you grow, you are going to change, and change is a good thing. Yeah. Um, you can't always be the little startup at fifty employees. Um, and you don't want people walking around going, oh, it's not like it used to be. Mm. You want to say, no, it's not like it used to be. And that's great. And that's yeah. okay because we're bigger and we can do yeah. better things now. Yeah, right. So, so you embrace that it's not like it used to be. Absolutely. Mm. And just listening to your people. Yep. I mean, I've had so many good ideas. I have good ideas every mm. morning Always. before yep. breakfast. And I think they're fabulous. And mm. I walk into work <laughs> wanting to implement them. And mm. um, then you ask your people about them and... You realise, oh, maybe not such not a the good same response. <laughs> or what you think is great is not necessarily what they think is great. Yeah. So, um, what's an example? Give us an idea if you can remember one, <laughs> or even something you got went part way to implementing that part way you had to say, let's just not <laughs> and let's pretend it was someone else's idea. Yep, um, like Denise's, for example. <laughs> <laughs> early days when we had, um, we've got a student support uh, centre, which is kind of like a contact centre. And um, and I was big on wanting to do a reward and recognition program for them. And I'd had these great ideas about how maybe they could you know, have a peer nominated award type system and that resulted in monetary awards and things and um, spent a fair few hours on it, you know, putting something together. And then I thought, oh, actually, I better ask the team what they think. Um, and this really paints the picture of what our workforce is like. I went and, and asked them and showed them, oh, my great idea, how awesome is it? And they just said, oh, yeah, you know what, we're actually not motivated by that or by money. Mm. What we want is we want the students to be happy. Mm. So any money that you are thinking about putting into this, we'd rather you put it into making the systems and processes even better so that makes our students happier. Right. Wow. So that they are actually really driven by the student feedback wow, they get amazing. and helping the students mm. rather than any kind of other monetary reward, which was really interesting. Mm. Um, and again, just points to the fact that you've got to listen yeah. and ask your people. It's good insight into mm. your people, the type of people that you have. Yeah. And that's culture, isn't it? Yeah. I think while well, you're on your detective. Mm. Research mission. Researching mm. cultures. But um, I'm starting to form the view that there isn't a good culture for that organisation is that they truly believe they're doing the right thing yep. and they're trying to make that better and better yep. as opposed to, and, you know, thanks for the Easter egg on my desk or exactly. something, which is nice, mm. but really rich culture is one that's um, wanting to um, achieve something, yeah? Absolutely. It's um, the purpose that we have, which mm-hmm. is making the world better um, through providing education, especially to students who haven't really had a chance to access that education in the past, is mm. something that drives all of our people. Right. Um, Denise Pitt brought in a service culture from her previous business of making the student at the centre of everything we do, mm. and everyone's aligned to that. So when times get tough, and they have at particular times, um, everyone is kind of can focus on that. So I'd completely agree with that, mm. that having that that real sense of purpose helps. Yeah. How do you, because I hear a lot of people struggle with, they might know, they might be able to articulate what their purpose is, but they struggle with knowing when they meet somebody in an interview that that person believes the same thing. Mm-hmm. How do you, do you test that in recruitment? Yes, we do. Right. Absolutely. Especially in student facing roles. Mm. Um, and it is, we do psychometric testing and we measure empathy because okay. that sometimes just having, uh, yeah. being able to put yourself in someone else's Particularly shoes. Particularly in really education. Helps. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. But it's interesting too, you can get people who are so, so blindly passionate about the student that they've kind of worked in a bit of a silo uh, and have forgotten how to work commercial. as a team. So yeah, yeah, you do have to kind of look for both things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in our interview, we very much um, are always looking for people who talk about um, that they get 
their motivation through making lives better through education or get, get their, get their uh, motivation through the student experience rather than other things. And it's yeah. quite easy to test for that in interview with some mm. really good behavioural-based questions. questions. Great. Um, Shannon, me and read an article this morning recently about, uh, which you kind of see every six months or so, I think, suggesting the HR profession needs to reinvent itself. What are your thoughts on the HR profession? I actually did read that article this morning oh, myself. Yeah. You too on your research. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we were jogging. Um, <laughs> you know, Lorena, yeah, just, as, just a quick, I don't know, 100K. 10K. Oh, 100. Oh. <laughs> is 100 a lot? I think you maybe proved that that was a lie. Okay. In that. All right. Yep. Sorry, Shannon. Um, I think that there are some brilliant HR people doing some brilliant things in some brilliant organisations, mm. um, but they're probably outnumbered by a large amount of companies where, where HR has become about rules and policies and procedures mm. and analysis and has kind of forgotten that they're human beings that they're dealing with and that mm. they're actual people. Um so I don't think it's it's dying or dead, but I do think that some of those organisations need to actually get on board yeah. with the with the proof. And there's so many um, studies out there now that, that prove that putting people first is better for your bottom line. Mm. And the more mm. um, CEOs we get actually believing that rather than just talking about yeah. it um, and putting um, actions into place that actually back that up, um, the better. Mm. Well said. I think the other. I think that is very well said. And I think the other one is to completely reinvent yourself implies everything you're it's doing broken. is wrong. Yeah. And you know, I'll be the first to say HR could do things better. But there's a hell of a lot that HR does that is brilliant. Mm. You know, and compliance is part of life, and mm. compliance has to be done well. Yeah. Employees have to be safe. Yep. Employees with mental illnesses need to be. Um, supported. Yep. People's careers need to be boosted. All of these things, I think, um, it frustrates me mm. when it's this, it's baby and bathwater reaction to HR because yeah. I think what we actually need to do as an industry is look at what value we add and mm-hmm. pump it up as yeah. opposed to just go, oh, the whole thing has to be reinvented or you don't get a seat. We'll start again. Ooh. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, being crazy. in a startup culture, a lot I'm of punch a wall. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the stuff that that we do in the startup mode is um, a lot of the problems can be solved with three or four people, a whiteboard, and an hour. Mm. So you don't what problem have cannot to... be solved without a whiteboard. Yeah. I tell you, you don't need to totally reinvent everything no. and go and get frameworks and do a whole bit of research, do a fancy PowerPoint presentation. It is a whiteboard and an hour, and um, I call it you know, getting different brains in the room. So not yeah. necessarily um, people in HR, but people who think think differently um mm. who can look at problems from a different perspective mm. yeah. um and you get the gold out of that and yeah. often they're tweaks or little programs that you can pilot on and trial to see if that works rather than reinvent yeah everything from scratch um i actually had a there was an employee that came to me recently who'd um previously in their career had worked in just large organisations and um, the, his most recent organisation, HR, actually sat behind a glass wall and you had yeah. to kind yep. of press a buzzer to access any of them. And he said to me, oh, this is the first organisation I've worked in where HR is not the roadblock. Mm. They're actually here. We can it, They can help us yeah. with everything, with my career yeah. and have a of fun as well. And mm. um, So it was interesting to hear that there are still organisations out there that HR's the roadblock, which yeah, is really Yeah, that's quite sad, sad, really. Yeah, and I don't think they mean to be either. 
I think your your anecdote about the whiteboard is so true because what is the what is it that HR can do that nobody else can do, and it's understand the power of the people in the organisation, how to motivate them, how to get them performing better, how to how to have them disciplined if required, how to harness the energy. Nobody else in the organisation as the head of the department has that skill. Yeah. And so if you can do that, you're mm. adding immense value mm. yep, to the organisation. Mm. Well, well said. Look, it's deep. all... It's very Insightful. deep. Um, very. Mm. Um, <laughs> Well, exhausted from that. Shannon. Yes, I am. I need a rest. <laughs> and it's not my 100K run this morning that's done it. Um, we wanted to say thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Thank very you for much, coming Shannon. in. We're sorry we muck around a bit, but you know. Oh, it's fun. You just <laughs> need to. Um, <laughs> can't so take yourself too seriously. You can no, never you? take yourself too seriously. I say that. Especially all the time. not in HR. No. And if you do, Lorena will put out an album. <laughs> not ideal. Oh, watch it. So congratulations. Yeah, Because um, it is a really successful business and part of that success is the people power yeah. and part of that is creating an environment where people want to do their best work as, as sort of cliche as that sounds, it's you've true. really done it. So yeah. congratulations to you because who knows if they'd had somebody else in that chair, what would have happened? Mm. And thank goodness they didn't. So well done. Well done, Thanks. Shannon. Thank you. And... Um, we shall see you soon. Yeah. Yes. And did we say that you're a friend of Bob? Did we say that? We should. If we we should. You Thank certainly you. are. You are a friend of mm. Bob. They're beautiful. Yeah, mm. I'll add that to my trophy cabinet. Mm. Yeah, we can give you. We'll fashion. <laughs> Janelle will whistle something out of a wonderful piece of wood for you. <laughs> At least a certificate that's laminated. <laughs> something. <laughs> All right, got to go now. Thank you, Shannon. Good Goodbye, luck Shannon. With the stairs. You can say bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expanding from laughing. <laughs> hello, Elena. Oh, well done, Shannon. Uh, Shannon's making her way down the stairs. Mm. She was good. How was that? I thought she was really good. I thought that was really insightful. I mean, we probably have to stop saying that because I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be good. There'll probably be somebody at some point that will say, well, on to our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, that's probably going to happen. Do you know, um, I got... Uh, Somebody spoke to me during the week. Novel. Novel. <laughs> and um, they work at Grilled. Yes. Grilled Healthy Burgers. Yes. Um, a very impressive HR team, that one. Mm. And um, they have come up with an idea, Lorena. Oh, here we go. Where, because we're coming out every Tuesday with our podcast. Yes. They are um, going to get together on a Wednesday at lunchtime, if they can. Yes. Time permitting. Time permitting. Possibly over a burger. Burger, fries. Um... Avocado chips. Yes. Um, Hang on. Avocado chips. They have avocado chips and sweet potato chips. Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, anyway, they're going to discuss our podcast That's as a group. amazing. And learn about it as a group and network and share ideas and say, what should we do? Brilliant idea. Brilliant great. idea. Anyway, just a... Oh, well, shout out to you, Grilled HR team. Hope yeah. you're enjoying those avocado chips. Exactly. <laughs> Bloody legend. Feel free to send some in the days we're recording. <laughs> you, you know they've got outlets. You can wander in. <laughs> They're called restaurants. I'll take you there. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, back anyway, to Shannon. Back to Shannon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, got, I digress. Um, anyway, the other thing we wanted to do is that... Um, Hopefully we're on iTunes by the time this one's out. Mm. No guarantees. Mm. And um, if not, you can go to our website. Yes. Which is abobgroup.com.au. Mm-hmm. And you can register there, please. We do have, I think, 
a reasonable amount of people registered there at the moment. Mm. And um, we have already organised something rather special to do the people who are on that. Well, we won't do it to them. No, well, probably. For them. <laughs> yeah, we'll do something for them. <laughs> Seems more appropriate. <laughs> and um, you can also send us a message on there of things that you would like us to cover, people you would like us to talk to. Yeah, who you want to hear from. Or yourself. Correct. Whoa. Although your thing about maybe we won't like them, just <laughs> frighten people. <laughs> anyway, That'll never happen. It won't happen. So thank you for listening. We hope that you um, found that highly entertaining. Yes, as and we did. Um, extracted some stuff that you can put into your own I'm career. Sure, you did. So see you, Lorena. See you, man. See Have you, a great Bobcasters. Bye, Bobcasters. Mm. Have a great Tuesday night. You too. Thanks. Bye.